Yes, that's right. Can't even get on a plane without the world going insane. But here we are starting. Video shows teenagers in MAGA hats mocking and harassing Native American protesters at Indigenous People's March. <gasps> How terrible. Well, uh, let's see what's going on. Somebody said that this uh, white boy's face was punchable on Twitter, which is nasty. I see somebody smiling in fairly saintly, beatific, Catholic calm at somebody who's walked up to him and is banging a drum in his face, but let's find out. The story is a large group of high school students was recorded confronting a group of Native American protesters at Friday's Indigenous People's March. The group appeared to be mostly boys waking, wearing Make America Great Again hats and appeared to be high school students who had attended the March for Life earlier that day. Several videos posted to social media saw a grinning boy standing in the way of a protester who was later reported to be a Vietnam War veteran. Wow, that sounds terrible. Officials from Covington Catholic Sorry, Cuckington Catholic High School later condemned the group's actions as March for Life leadership distanced itself from the school's participation in the march. Now, guys, you've got to stop doing this. You've got to stop when the storm clouds of leftist hysteria appear to be gathering. You've got to stop just throwing children under the bus. Find out the facts. A recording that shows a group of high school students mocking Native American protesters at Fridays in Delilah. Outcries, blah, blah, blah. See here, a large group of mostly boys were recorded surrounding a small group of protests in front of the Lincoln Memorial. In several videos posted to social media, a green boy stands face to face with a protester as a large group shrieks, jeers and claps along with the protester's drum. Now here, you see we already have a bit of a challenge, right? Because if it's the boys who are confronting the protester, why would they be clapping along with the protester's drum, right? I'm not going to play these videos, you can do them yourself. The group was identified by several Twitter users who posted videos as Covington Catholic high school students who had traveled from Kentucky to attend the March for Life, an annual anti-abortion demonstration. See, no, it's called the March for Life. It's a pro-life demonstration, not an anti-abortion demonstration. But anyway, schools and diocese officials released statements the next day condemning the group's actions and saying the incident was under investigation and students could face potential expulsion. We condemn, condemn, condemn. As the video spread, the school's social media accounts were locked down and calls to the school's main phone number were met with a busy tone. The main protester captured in the videos of the confrontation was later reported by Indian Country Today to be a Vietnam War veteran named Nathan Phillips. Huh, so he should really understand the rules of engagement. The report also notes Phillips is an Omaha elder. I'm sorry. Keeper of a sacred pipe. Keeper of a sacred pipe. Is that what the kids are calling it these days? and holds an annual ceremony honoring Native American veterans in the Arlington National Cemetery. Okay, well, that's serious stuff. But he's an elder, you see, it's an elder. And CNN, I think, was saying, well, you know, you got to respect the elders in the community. You know, like, Donald Trump is, is older than most of the reporters at CNN. How much are they respecting him as an elder, right? So anyway, um, so Phillips was notably in another confrontation with Eastern Michigan University students who addressed as Native Americans for a theme party in April 2015. So it could be that he's an activist. Could be. Could be that he's an activist. In a video that circulated social media Saturday afternoon, Phillips tearfully recalled the incident, saying he heard people around him chanting, build that wall, and said he wished that the man who had confronted him would, quote, put that energy into making this country really great. No, see, he's got a hat on saying, make America great again, so he's putting energy into that, and he's putting energy into attempting to protect the lives of the unborn through pro-life activities. So yeah, he's, you know, in his mind, he's, and perhaps even in reality, he is working to make this country really great. Now, the fact that people have said that the young boys were chanting, build that wall, 
Well, from what uh, some people have reported, nobody can ever hear them saying build that wall. They've been doing a school chant, right? So you know how this thing where you get arrested for driving while black? Well, now you're getting doxxed and getting death threats for chanting while white because that automatically means Nazi, right? Now, let's say that they were chanting build that wall. What on earth would that have to do with Native American veterans? Right, to build the wall is the wall around the southern border to stop illegal immigrants from coming in. Right, uh, what does that have to do with being a Native American elder and a keeper of a sacred pipe? It has nothing to do with it. The Native Americans are Americans, right? I mean, <laughs> that's not going to keep any Native Americans out, they're already here. I don't know what to say, it's so weird. Uh, you see, but the whole point Darren Thompson, an organizer for the Indigenous Peoples Movement. The group that sponsors the march condemned the confrontation in a statement saying it was a sign of the times in Trump's America. Sorry about all the background noise. Yeah, 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 Trump's America. So now, of course, all Native Americans are anti-Trumps and, and they don't like the wall and blah, 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 blah. And what's that got to do with anything, right? So, yeah, sharp backlash on social media, hysteria, hysteria, hysteria. A New Mexico Congresswoman Deb Haaland, Native American, says the display of blatant hate, disrespect, and intolerance, particularly against the American veteran, was heartbreaking. So nobody's trying to get any facts. Nobody's trying to get any data. Nobody's trying to review the whole document and all of that. So uh, anyway, it didn't take long for this all to begin to fall apart. This was this afternoon, 2.29 p.m. Uh, from Fox 59. So the joint apology, Saturday, Roman Catholic Diocese and Catholic High School, in Kentucky, joint apology. A new video below that circulated on social media Sunday today appeared to show a Native American adult approached the students and instigated the interaction, leading some commentators to retract the previous criticisms of the student. Well, isn't that interesting? Turns out that they were doing their own thing and this Native American guy decided to come up and instigate this interaction. And that seems, you know, relatively an important fact to look at. Like, I mean, if you're out there doing your thing, maybe you're running a school uh, chant or something like that, and then what happens is someone comes up and starts banging a drum in your face, right? Does that mean that you are now harassing this person? You're doing your own thing, uh, right? So the, here are the boys. They're, they're doing their own thing. They're completely segregated, so to speak, from the Native American people. They're doing their own thing. Oh, here's the guy, right? He's over here. Now, here's the guy. See, this is the guy. He's got a, he's got a drum. He's banging the drum, T-Rex style. And he's approaching. Oh, look at that. He's approaching the young boys. And then he gets in their face, and he's banging a drum in their face. But you see, now this means that they're harassing him because they're not, what, immediately groveling and apologizing and throwing white guilt money at him and apologizing for smallpox and, and you name it. Right, so he approached them, and there was um, uh, examples of racist chanting against whites, like whites go back to Europe and all this kind of stuff in the crowd that was around. So this guy came over, inserted himself to the boys. It was banging a drum in their face, and uh, yeah, he was banging a drum, and they were dancing along. How is that disrespectful? I mean, it's like if you go to a club and the DJ puts on some kicking Pet Shop Boys Go West remix. And you start dancing along, does he say, I'm offended, I'm offended, you're mocking me. It's like, no, you put on you put on a groove, groove is in the hall, and people, I'm gonna really dating my club scene here, but groove is in the hall and people are gonna move their feet. So yeah, this native guy comes over, starts banging a drum, 
Everybody starts dancing, seems kind of respectful, seems kind of, but no, these Nazis are confronting him and blah, blah, blah. Indisputable proof that the Native American man approached the Catholic school kids. And so that is the reality. Yeah, so somebody scared, stared him in the face, right? So, yeah, there's no evidence that, um, oh yeah, this is indigenous lands, Philip says. We're not supposed to have walls here. We never did. Well, you know, some of the indigenous population in North America practiced cannibalism. Uh, some practiced slavery. So, yeah, I guess it was kind of rough when the Europeans came over and that wasn't quite as easy to achieve anymore. But, um, and look, I mean, Native Americans, in all seriousness, like Native Americans, have an IQ in the mid-80s. And that means that there's almost no possibility that they're going to end up integrating on the whole, and it is a permanent problem, and throwing money at it just makes it worse, and so on, right? So let's see here, in a phone interview, so who's this we're talking about? Oh yeah, Marcus Frejo, member of the Pawnee and Seminole tribes, was also known as Chief Quiz Imp. I'm <laughs> butchering that, I'm sure. Well, I'm white, I'm allowed, right? He'd been part of the march and was among a small group of people remaining after the rally when the boisterous students began chanting slogans such as Make America Great and then began doing the Hakka, a traditional Maori dance. In a phone interview, Frejo told the Associated Press he felt they were mocking the dance and also heckling a couple of black men nearby. He approached the group with Phillips to defuse the situation, joining him in singing the anthem from the American Indian movement and beating out the tempo on hand drums. So, yeah. Although he feared a mob mentality that could turn ugly, Frejo said he was at peace singing among the scorn and he briefly felt something special happen as they repeatedly sang the tune. They went from mocking us and laughing at us to singing with us. I heard it three times, Frejo said. That spirit moved through us, that drum, and it slowly started to move through some of these youths. A calm fell over the group of students. Hey, maybe he shared a sacred pipe. And they broke up and walked away. So, I don't know. It's very, very uh, strange. Philip alleges that the students threw a beer can at him and hurled racial slurs. Boy, you know, that's a big accusation. There were lots of, lots of video there. You'd think that that would be shown already. You'd think that would be shown already, but look, this is the reality. Everybody knows this. The reason I don't believe any of this stuff happened at all is because every white person knows that in any confrontation between yourself and particularly um, uh, a black person, a Hispanic person, a Native American person, in any conflict between a white and a non-white, the white is going to be assumed to be not just at fault, but racist and bigoted and, and, and you risk death threats and school expulsion and so on. Every white person knows this. Like, we, we get this. We understand this danger, right? You, you understand that everybody's life can be destroyed by one conflict interaction with a non-white person. So the idea that these kids have no idea about this and they're just going to start chanting racial slurs with cameras around. I mean, come on. White people are not... Well, I shouldn't say... Oh, let's just say... It is a, a dangerous, can be a life-destroying risk. Like these, these kids are getting death threats. They've been doxxed. You got Kathy Griffin at two o'clock in the morning tweeting the demand to dox these kids. Their families have been getting death threats. They're facing, facing school expulsion. Everybody knows that. Everybody who's a white person knows that you have to be incredibly careful in conflicts with non-white people because of this chance of it going viral. Like that woman who was flying to South Africa who made a bad joke about AIDS. She lands, her life is destroyed for years. Everybody knows this. White people understand this mass social media lynch mentality that will give you death threats, force you to move, destroy your life, destroy your source of income, ruin your future. Everybody knows this. So the idea that these kids are just going to go out and do this is, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. They're Catholic school kids, they're smart kids, and they, they're just not going to do this. So, you know, maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe, maybe all of these racist 
statements, but come on, we, we, we all know. We all know this reality, and, and white people are very aware of this incredible danger, which is why when absolute idiots on social media and in the mainstream media talk about white privilege, it's like, no, no, there's no white privilege. There is only white disaster, right? Any conflict between whites and non-whites, the white is assumed to be racist, his life is destroyed, uh, as you can see happening here, even if there's no evidence. People will just make stuff up. But the media says, like this guy uh, says, uh, oh, they were standing between me and my escape. It's like you're in the middle of a crowd, one kid standing there, and, and you just turn around and walk out the way you came back in. Anyway, so it's a terrible situation, and it isn't, you see this Gillette commercial, you see this kind of stuff, this is because white Europeans in America are sliding towards 50% or less representation in American demographics. And this just means that all of this stuff, this, this identity politics is all going to escalate. Like it's tough for white people who have put aside identity politics for the sake of the melting pot and diversity and so on. It's hard for white people to understand just how central everybody else's race and sexual orientation and culture and religion and history is to them. Like I went, I was in New York for a, for a film shoot and I went to a comedy club last night, and yeah, the Muslim guy was making jokes about being a Muslim. The gay Dominican was making jokes about being a gay Dominican. The Jews were making jokes about being Jewish, and the white guys were making jokes about life as a whole, because it's just hard for whites to understand how central, how powerful, how motivating, how tribal, how out-group hostile other people's identity politics is. So, yeah, we may not have figured it out for quite a long time. We may have put our own quite aside for quite some time. But trust me, we're pretty smart. We're learning.